this is Pastor Ariel and this is Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. We are on lesson number nine and we are studying Thursday, August 30th and we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 18. We are winding down this lesson and there have been a lot of good, awesome things that I've gleaned from it. I hope that you've been equally blessed by some of these things. Um, Acts 18 highlights some some more of the journey that Paul has had. But again, I want to leave that studying part for you. I just want to extract some beautiful things that to me touch my heart, um, are meaningful to me. Um, again, if you want to study this and you're like, man, I don't have this lesson, you can go to ssnet.org, ssnet.org, and boom, right now you can have that lesson in front of you. If you're at home in the computer, you can print it, write down the answers, and of course, if you're going to study it, go to class. <laughs> go, go to church this Sabbath and be involved in any of the classes and share some of the other insights God will give you. And I'm hoping this these podcasts will motivate and incent, be an incentive for you to personally study. In this lesson, I want to extract um, the two things that I want to extract: Aquila and Priscilla. These individuals, um, the Bible shows that they develop a strong friendship with Paul. Paul appreciated Priscilla and Aquila so much, which to me um, helps me affirm something that I discovered early on in my ministry: the need for friends. Um, I had come to the idea somehow that you know I could fly this Christian plane by myself without the need of friends and especially when I got into ministry I realized no way uh, friends spiritual friends listen carefully um, I, I should I, I said friends but I should have said spiritual friends are the most precious gift the most precious blessing you could ever find in your church which means that you becoming a spiritual friend you can become the most precious blessing another individual can find in the church paul certainly valued uh, priscilla and Aquila because they were his spiritual friends and what does that mean a spiritual friend spiritual friend is simple it's in the context of a, a human friendships this is someone that prays for and prays with you regularly a spiritual friend is one that is not ashamed of his faith in Jesus Christ and out of all the people that he or she is open with about this friendship is with you or you with them again uh, I don't want to simply emphasize I hope you find a Christian friend a spiritual friend in church I, I'm realizing that this calls me to make a commitment of becoming a spiritual friend to the friends that I now have in church I have to be honest with you, as a young person, it's difficult, it's challenging because it seems that no one else is really interested in being a committed Christian. Um, at least maybe when we were in church, but outside of church, what dominates the, the dialogue? What dominates the conversations? You know, films, movies, work, money, school, girls, boys, whatever. Where's Jesus? Where's Jesus in your world? Are you a spiritual friend? Are you a young person complaining that there are no spiritual friends in church? Are you one? Have you made that commitment? Um, it took a while for me to figure out and I, I've experienced it. When I was about 15, I made a friend named Carlos Maldonado. He was from Puerto Rico and he was a spiritual man, a, a young man. And he was my spiritual friend. We prayed together. I shared with him my struggles, my fears, you know, my, you know whatever. And he shared them with me. and. 
He became a spiritual friend because he taught me how to play the guitar. I shared this morning in the morning worship with the students how I wasted an opportunity to learn piano lessons for free. Well, God was patient and kind with me and gave me a second opportunity to learn the guitar. And I'm glad I didn't pass up on that opportunity. And Carlos did not just teach me how to play secular songs. Carlos uh, modeled for me that he had dedicated that musical gift exclusively for church. He, he also self-taught himself how to play the recorder flute. It's not a difficult instrument, but it's something that he picked up himself. And he wanted to play the keyboard, create soundtracks for church hymns and praise songs. He had a big vision of being used by the Lord, which to me, I, I had never seen another young person that passionate for the Lord. And that was tremendous influence upon me. I didn't realize how much of how he modeled Christianity affected me because of the friendship and i believe god even though i was still young at that time used me to be a blessing and encouragement for him so priscilla and Achilla were encouraging spiritual friends for paul uh, there's a, i told you that the lessons have um, stories and the majority of the stories from this quarter are coming from mongolia china north and south korea japan and taiwan our offering of our church this quarter is going to go to that part of the world. It reminds us we're not just here in Detroit. Amen. We have we're part of a larger context. And that's one of my goals as well through creating these podcasts is to continually bring before our uh, attention the fact that you belong to a bigger church and our tithes and offerings go well beyond the walls that we see in front of us. I'm going to tell you a story about young people, young group of people in South Korea. The title of the story is found in page 45, um, and it says, it's, it's entitled, Facebooking the Gospel. This is what it says. South Koreans are among the most diligent Seventh-day Adventist gospel workers. Visit the Middle East, and you will find faithful Koreans in Turkey and Lebanon. And I can attest to that. I visited both places, and in both places I saw extremely committed Koreans there giving their life, their, their youth, the best years of their lives for the mission. Koreans live in Africa and South America. Even remote places in Bangladesh and India have an active Korean presence. Praise the Lord. It reminds me of the Bereans. <laughs> but despite this mission spirit, some young people in South Korea are struggling. The problem is connected with cultural generation gap and career challenges in a country where Saturday is a work day. But derision from other Christians also hurts. While more than a quarter of South Korea's population of 51 million is Christian, Adventists represent a tiny minority. The Adventist church is dismissed as a cult, and members are mockingly referred to as SDAs, a play on the church acronyms of the letter SDA. Six Adventist University students decided that they had seen enough. They created a Facebook group and an online radio station aimed at nurturing young fellow Adventists. Quote, Our focus is to reach young people who feel that they don't belong to mainstream Adventism, said Project co-founder Hansu Hyun, age 27, a graphic design student at, at a church-owned Samyuk University in South Korea's capital, Seoul. Young Adventists have taken notice. The Facebook group opened in 2014 and has about 900 followers, a significant number of the Adventist church in South Korea. It offers colorful memes with um, vegetarian recipes and testimonies. From the testimonies, administrators 
interview young adults or sometimes a national actor who is Adventist, and the testimony is spread across five or more memes. A big hit was made with memes about Adventist war hero Desmond Doss during the theatrical release of Hacksaw Ridge. Again, the issue about using media, movies, and things like that. When is it proper? Um, they found that this worked um, using the story of this Adventist. Quote again, We have found that informal content like this is easy for young people to embrace, said Project co-founder Taegyeon Bong, 25, a theology major at Samyuk University. Young Adventists who have left the church have told us that they are finding healing through our ministry. The radio station linked to the Facebook group has the cheeky name of Radio SDA in a nod to the slur toward Adventists, and it offers a two-hour weekly broadcast. Topics have included church youth leaders talking about how they spend Sabbath afternoons and a law school student discussing Sabbath challenges. Some 700 to 2,000 people tune in, tune in every week. Our whole project can be described in one word, willingness. This is what co-founder Hyung Kim 27, Hyung Ho Kim 27, an English literature student said, It's easy to become passive in our Christian life, but we are young people who are willing to act to have an impact on the Adventist community. You know, I told you that a spiritual friend will pray with you, but I believe the key demarcation of a spiritual friend is someone that has a passion and will sustain that passion mutually for the kingdom of God, for it to grow. These are young people that in seeking to encourage other young Adventists to stay connected to the church, they are staying connected with each other. Jesus says, There is no greater love a friend can show to another friend than to lay down their lives. And the mission is how you lay down your life without dying. So my young friend, how will you use this inspirational story to lead you to act? Are you willing? Are you willing to be a spiritual friend? Why not start taking that plunge and telling your friends, Hey, let's pray. Let's pray for your mom. Let's pray for your dad's job. Let's pray for our career choices. Let's be praying, friends, spiritual friends. And from there, start thinking, how can you in your neck of the woods be used by the Lord to encourage others to stay connected with Jesus? The mission field is not as far as you think it is.